for a longest time we have been discussing tooling acquiring the right tools for your um work at the workplace like uh, as a designer or front-end developer and what we realize that is that a lot of times we focus on what we do not have and uh, we um forget about what we have right and when we do such things like that it uh, kind of dis disrupts the way or we miss opportunities that we could have taken uh, while we wait on for a lot of the things that we need to acquire um, as a tool we then uh, find ourselves being left behind because by the time we acquire the things that we think that we need to acquire before we move forward we realize that uh, after acquiring all those um, things like must-haves that we think we must have, we realize that uh, the trends have changed, the times have changed, and uh, what is in vogue has changed, the frameworks we use have changed, and the learning continues, or the requirements continues. You are using uh, a certain device or a software um, too bad three months later there has been an update you need to update so how do you cope with all kind of kinds of updates or like this sort of setup which has become the nature of software development or design or tooling in general so today I was expecting to have with me here um, someone but often unfortunately we did not get their response or um the the cue from there so we're going to continue by talking it's going to be a monologue um here uh, as it's always been for, for most of the time uh for a lot of uh, a large part of the time it's been a monologue and i'm always happy to embrace a dialogue or have an interview there are a few um expressions here and there and we are hopeful um, for a positive uh, a positive progression of how we've come so far um so we go forward with talking about how do you cope up with uh today's podcast is going to be about coping with um rapid changes in the designer um developer landscape so how do you cope with rapid changes in, in your tooling setup it's all the same about tooling but we entering entering into a different dimension of about of uh, discussing tooling so uh personally i don't i don't really uh see it as a big problem if you have a firm grasp on uh, or firm uh, grip on the, the various technologies that you studied or the uh tool the concepts or the trends you um try to follow which brings me to uh, laying emphasis on uh, making use of the very least that you you can uh, acquire when you are beginning then you can understand or make yourself get through the hard times there is no easy way to learning or training for a, a certain industry it's got to do with a lot of hard works 
and a lot of practice and practice and practice. And when you get so comfortable with the practice and they, they had uh, like difficulties with solving problems, then the updates um, will not really much affect you as it would affect you if you are solely dependent on frameworks and, and tools. And not um, like I earlier mentioned, you need to develop your inner tool which is an essential bit of uh, development or design and development. And it becomes more essential when you want to conduct user research, um, user research to inform a certain uh, UX design for a niche or a certain group. You need to have a, have a, a higher level of understanding of what problem the problem that you're solving is. And hence, you need to be able to come to grips, grips with the, the tools or where you're starting off as a front-end developer or a beginner. And that is um, open source. There's nothing um, bad about using open source software. The number of um, software publications out there, alternative to the paid ones, uh, um, there are alternative uh, ways of building or designing that is not resource intense as uh, other um, applications might require. Like a lot of the Adobe Suite softwares require a lot of uh, hardware um, to give you that computations and the smoothness and um, animation that is within. And and uh, when you, you want to look across the divide uh, to the other side where you have open source solutions or alternatives these do not have a lot of animations or computations um that are already done for you or boilerplates or templates that require a lot of resources but then what they offer you as a beginner or as a, a, someone vying um, to be a, a contributor to the industry to be a contributor to the entire um, namespace within a namespace of UX or UI design, UX design uh, or researcher is that it allows you to uh, understand what is going on under the hood of let's say a graphics software um, where you have a lot of the computations or the templating not available and you have to create a lot of this um, templates by yourself so it gets you thinking and it gets your um, mental faculties firing um, often and it helps you uh, build up that confidence so that sometime in the future if you should um, uh, like build some resources and like have funds for upgrading your setup it becomes far easier and more like shooting to you to use something like Adobe um, Suite and, and Adobe Illustrator and all all that uh, goodness that comes within those packages. But first, if you're beginning and you have limited resources, I do suggest that you look at the open source um, solutions that you can have. So there there are alternatives to, let's say, Photoshop um, you can use. Uh, Photoshop, you can use Glimpse. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Glimpse is a fork of uh, GIMP, 
but I prefer the way or the new name Glimpse. Um, it, it's kind of got swag. <laughs> so Glimpse, you can look at Glimpse if you haven't already done so, and you can also look at uh, this. There is an app called Inkscape. Inkscape is very, a very potent alternative to Adobe Illustrator if you're just beginning and um, you want a foot in a doorway you need to produce uh, have an impressive portfolio and something to begin with when you look at Inkscape you can also look at Natron if you want to do some animation um, by way of some compositing uh, com having some compositioning done for you, you might look at Natron uh, for if you're looking some to looking forward to something comparable or alternative to Adobe After Effects. You should look at Natron, and there is Figma uh, if you're looking at a sketch alternative or Adobe uh, Adobe Experience uh, that design uh, adobe experience designer adobe xt then you definitely should look at as well look into um figma so figma is cross-platform and it's also available in a a free configuration with limited um limited ad uh, project but it's then very very helpful it's available um, in free versions as well so you can use that and you can produce a, a top-notch um, output, uh, make presentations and all that, and earn some bucks and money, good money for your skill and your your like your hard work. So it's it's not all um, bad if you have to start with something that is in the open source, open source um, category, uh, especially when you're beginning your entire career. And you don't have money, uh, a lot of money is in this scarcity, then you want to dwell on the open source community a lot. So that is all I have for you in to, by way of today's podcast. Um, hopefully, I will I will uh, be uploading. Um, the, there were previous podcasts that I haven't yet uploaded. Uh, I, I've just had to look into it and make sure that all is clear um, about it and I will go ahead to upload as well. So today, um, as the first podcast in uh, September, I'd like to just thank you. Uh, I checked mine, I checked the Twitter handle for Dogsport and we are up in numbers. Um, we, pre we started with 40 we're about 36 here, somewhere middle of this year, and look at we look at us now. We're about 302, so I'm very grateful. I'm very thankful for everyone who's been a part of this um, uh, this podcast. By way, one way or the other, the numbers does help. The spreading of the word does help. So there is a link in in the bios of my uh of this podcast uh handler on twitter and there is a discord there is a discord uh, channel that you can join and to officially be a part of be a part of docsport and 
within uh, the circles where we can discuss the content, the sort of content that appears on here and also to ask questions if you've got any and you've got any contributions um, and suggestions that you may want to make to the docs board it's all of it's all is for all of us um i i created docs board with you in mind and with everyone else in the namespace uh ux design and front-end developers because i i resonate with a lot of front-end developers even though that i'm a bit kind of you know uh, for you what might want to consider as a submarine um like lone lone coda sometimes and i'm slowly moving from the solitude way of doing things to community wise so that i can be able to upload and also learn learn a bit more because you you learn while you share um, or while you teach you, you you teach and you learn while you teach as well and that is my motivation for setting up dog sport so don't be a stranger in uh, the audience listening audience wherever you're listening on to um dog sport from spotify apple podcast do well to favorite this podcast and also uh subscribe wherever you're listening to and be officially a member of the DocSport uh, Discord channel where we can communicate, where we can uh, share ideas, we can uh, schedule um, more content here and more content if you have a if you have a channel on YouTube or wherever or whatever your endeavors are, I would like to help. I would like to support you. I would like to know you from that that circle so go ahead to join our discord channel for docsport and i will meet you or i'll see you in that channel but that um i would like to say thank you for everyone and congratulations on the numbers for everyone who's um joined who's listening listen to me from a very long time and still does listen i appreciate you so much